when we did the interview for La Presse, they came uh, home to take some pictures of me with the girls. And she was like, okay, so what's the article about? And I said, oh, wait, they're asking mommy how I can have it all and about like work, being uh, spending time with you, still going on dates with dad. And she's like, mom, it's so easy. You're, you're doing it all. But one thing at the time. You were at the beginning of influencer marketing. And I heard you say in another podcast that you're like, I don't, I think influencer marketing or social media was around even before we called it influencer marketing. Could it be? Once we lost our um, offices space because they, they, uh, Ubisoft was expanding and they were kind of kicking us out. And I cried and I would say that on, on tape, but I had so much wine <laughs> that lunch <laughs> in my car. Yeah, why not? You gotta let it out. Hey everyone, and welcome to season two of No Ceilings. If this is your absolute first time listening in, this is a show that spotlights bold and brilliant women who've made significant strides in their respective industries. I'm Julie Carbone, advertising and media executive and host of this show. In each episode, I dig into stories that we are all curious and inspired from. You will hear sound advice and insight from all these brilliant ladies. New episodes are available regularly on all audio players, so please make sure to hit the follow button. It actually has a bigger impact than you think. Our guest in today's episode is the talented and passionate Vicky Boudreau, co-founder of Bcom, the public relations agency that now counts for more than 40 employees in Canada. This mother of two, wife, and entrepreneur started her business 16 years ago with her partner, Marie-Noël. She is one of the first to pilot influencer marketing for brands such as Guru and Frank and Oak, really when influencer marketing was in its infancy. Vicky often gives her perspective about women in leadership in prestigious media outlets such as La Presse, Divine, and Elle Canada. This boss lady entrepreneur is committed to stimulating the next generation of women entrepreneurs by offering conferences on entrepreneurship in schools and associations. I had the privilege of sitting down virtually with Vicky to talk about the ups and downs of her entrepreneurial journey, the evolution of influencers and their role in today's society, and also how she balances it all out. I'm sure you'll love Vicky's perspective, so please get right to it and have a great listen. I, it's a real pleasure for me to actually meet you. I know we've uh, we've chatted over email and we work in the same industry, but now to get your take um, is going to be really exciting. So I'm uh, I'm really happy about that. So thank you for being on the show. And thanks for the invitation. It's so it's so uh, I feel so fortunate to have a voice uh, on your show because of the content, the quality of it, and your get past guests and so on. So oh, well, I feel thank you. honored. <laughs> well, you're part of the roster. What I like to do is I like to start by asking my guests a little bit of like to take a step back in their childhood. And I know I listened to some of the interviews that you gave and you have a dad who's also an entrepreneur who was in the fishing business. Um, so I would love to just, if you, we could just take it a step back and you talk to us a little bit about, um, yeah, your childhood, your upbringing and your dad's influence on your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, sure. So I was born in a very small fisherman's village on the north shore of Quebec. So that would be uh, Havre-Saint-Pierre, 14-hour drive from Montreal. So we're very remote. 
um, and it was a small uh, town of 4,000 people. And my dad um, used to work at the mine there. He had a foreman position, which was well uh, seen because he was the boss, but he didn't enjoy it at all. And he was dreaming of uh, becoming a fisherman when everybody was starving from fishing. It was pretty ambitious and weird, but he really did follow this dream. He started as a boat uh, inspector, so he traveled all um, uh, uh, Eastern Canada and met with fishermen, had to get a look inside the boat, outside the boat, wow. hear about the market. So if you translate that to business school, that would be like his market study. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as in business school, he did not arrive at the right point uh, for com commercialization because he, he uh, started to fish crab in a period where nobody wanted it. The, wow. It was called like the spider from the sea, but it erred over the branch that the Japanese people were looking into um, that as a new market. Um, but he, he came in a little bit too early, but then his business boom when it was the right time, but he almost left, almost left fishing because okay. there was no buyer. So I, as a kid, I witnessed like these cycles. All the ups and downs. Yeah, and we were we we had a roof over our, our head, but we had no cupboards in the house because wow. he started to build the boat at the same time he started <laughs> to build the house. So it was pretty hectic. My mom and him were were in love, and so it's I, we were in a house um, full of love and a lot of fun. But it, like financially, it was not super stable at the beginning, and he kept on working super hard and he built that great business. Um, unfortunately, he passed. But when he passed, mm. he had licensing for Alibut, Scallop. Um, all the cut every fish he had the the the, the permits to fish so he built a pretty uh, interesting business there so he was dragging me um, at the fish market and he was um, complaining for 10 cents and I, I could not understand and later I understood it was 10 cents for 30,000 pounds so I started to do the maths and and witnessed the art of negotiation at an yeah. early stage so I started to sell my stuff at the park I was like six or seven year old and I was like dragging my little cart with like um, all the stuffed animals that I didn't want anymore and stuff like that and people were actually buying my things and I would also create exhibits in my basement of fashion design uh, uh, art but it was like there was nothing to see but I was creating, creating such a hype about my exhibit that kids would pay one buck to come and see <laughs> that was the early age of PR I <laughs> love it so you had your entrepreneur and PR DNA right from the get-go from like five, six years old. I love that. And what when would I you say are certain it, like lessons you're... that yeah. you got from that? Like seeing your dad hustle and the ups and downs and... So there's two, he passed um, like six months prior for me to launch the business. So it did not see anything that I've oh, built. Oh, I have goosebumps. Oh, but he always, I always, um, I can ask him question and I know what he would say. So mm. that's what guided me for the past 15 years. So two things that uh, remain dear, dear to my heart that he told me was, the first one is to treat everybody as the your client CEO. Even if it's the guy from shipping, yeah. everybody that is in your business ecosystem, if they do well, you'll do well and your employees will do well and the clients will come back. So that for me, and he gave me a pretty example where some people were treating him bad, but he, at the end he was uh, collaborating with the government of Quebec on the fishing laws and so on. And he had, he was, uh, review, uh, he was seeing these people again and they would change their attitude towards them, but he would remember <laughs> how they treated him yeah. when he was a simple 
fisherman. So this for me is something very key to treat. And it's, you have a better day to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one would be patience because I'm I'm not a patient, patient person. And it was always reminding me that at the Olympics, there are people that are going to perform for less than 30 seconds, but they've put like 10, 15 years into into it. So it's always kind of a relativate um, when I'm I'm being impatient and I now I'm getting better but like wanting everything now and so what led you then to starting Becom? I mean because you have been I think it's your 15th year right with Marinelle yeah 16 actually 16 yeah. wow yeah so uh-huh. we met um, we met uh, over an internship that I did she was okay. my supervisor <laughs> and uh, she was already associated in a um, other firm a smaller one a very small one. And um, when they decided to split, I just uh, left and uh, followed her and we founded the uh, Become Together. And you were at the beginning of influencer marketing. And I heard you say in another podcast that you were like, I don't, I think influencer marketing or social media was around even before we called it influencer marketing. Could it be? Yeah, totally. Because we are always been influenced by celebrities and spokesperson ambassadors it's just it was not it's with the era of internet that it uh, it changed because of the reach mm-hmm. um and all of uh, overnight everybody had a voice everybody online had something to say about something so it really changed the narrative and the way information was um was spread so it was a very interesting moment we were running our campaigns over twitter at the time even for <laughs> even for consumer good products so yeah and you were the first, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to to launch like an influencer campaign for like Guru and Frank and Oak. Yeah, actually, is that we sent? Uh, it was a Guru campaign, and we were we were sending uh, products to influencers in their field. So we we were, we did send some Guru to the guys at Frank and Oak. They were starting the business on the corner of their table, and Chuck joined partnership. The moment joined the the campaign, so it was. It was a very interesting era where everybody were just happy to receive and try products. And it was very uh, easy and fun and type of collaborative. Yeah. And would you say it has evolved a lot? Oh, like, Yeah, totally. Um, in the recent decades, the power of, uh, inf- of persuasion when it comes to uh, influencers mm. was huge. The more follower you had, the more power you had. But People started to know that influencers were paid. There yeah. has been a, some small mistakes, some bigger ones. Uh, so people really are going back now, I feel, to uh, one-on-one peers recommendation. That being said, we still work with celebrities, with ambassadors, but it needs to be super crafted in terms of who we work with, why, what's the brand DNA, what, we, what type of message don't, do we want to convey, and mostly long-term relationship, not necessarily one-offs. And it, it's, there's a lot of strategic thinking that is now behind that in order to make it success uh, for uh, the clients to, be, to believe and to um, want to participate in these campaigns. Would you say throughout it all, I mean, the entrepreneurial journey, other than the actual job that you're doing, like, 
what would you say got you through some of maybe the hardships for any like entrepreneurs listening or some people just starting off their business right now? Actually, I'm, I'm a trooper. I'm a very positive person. Sometimes you can Amen. call me naive and I think it takes a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's better not to know everything. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're concerned all the time about what everybody's thinking and are, are you doing right? Are you doing wrong? I think you're going to be stuck. And I think you need to be positive. And when we had some moments where it was most more difficult, but I always tell myself that I get what I I'm able to handle. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard. And sometimes when I'm in the midst of something difficult, I, I know that one day I'll, I'll take some, I'll learn something out of it. Yeah. Um, and, It's, it's not super good, but I, I allow myself 24 to 48 hours of being out of control, of being sad, of being stressed. But I, I, I impose myself a deadline. I love that. Like a, <laughs> like a meltdown deadline. <laughs> yes. Because at the beginning, I was just like passing on to the next and pretending I was okay, but there's no such thing. But accordingly, according to my therapist, my window is too, too small. Uh, shifting gears here a little bit, you know, although female founded companies are among the recent biggest entrepreneurial successes in the US and even in Canada, slowly in Canada, I would say, um, one of the biggest barriers that prevent women from launching and leading companies at the same rate as men is the fact, this notion of having it all. And I know that you were asked to write about in La Presse, your opinion about what it is to have it all. Uh, you know, lately Serena Williams came out with her story of she has to stop tennis because she wants to grow her family. But if she was Tom Brady, she wouldn't have to probably do this, you know? So it's, it's really interesting. And I find it also so inspiring for women to lead either, you know, organizations or even, even more starting your business. And I would love to have your take on that. I, first, I have a disclaimer. I am a super privileged person. The mm. fact that I started my business 16 years ago when I had no mortgage, no kids, no uh, <laughs> lover. <laughs> I put the hours in, uh, it's different. And now I can afford a housekeeper and yeah. someone to take my Good kids to school. Yeah, a, a few uh, days a week. But coming back to uh, my, my dimmer theory that actually comes from my my neighbor when we were in the in the back alley with the kids chatting about how it's how it's hard sometimes is that you 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 visualize five dimmers that are what's important to you to me that would be my career my family my friends uh, my lover and my me time because yeah. I'm totally uh, and it's not being selfish I feel like when I forget about myself I'm not good at any other uh, of my four dimmers. Uh, but the fact is that you cannot have the five of it <laughs> no, at the, the same time. At the same time. And, and what's super cute is that when we did the interview for La Presse, they came uh, home to take some pictures of me with the girls. But as my eight-year-old is eight-year-old, I asked her the permission first. I love that. Like, yeah. And she was like, okay, so what's the article about? And I said, oh, wait, they're asking mommy how I can have it all and about like work, being a spending time with you, still going on dates with dad. And she's like, mom, it's so easy. You're, you're doing it all. But one thing at the time, and oh. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yes. And I, and I was super happy because I was like, okay, she gets it. So she won't be mad at me at, at 15 year old saying that I was always away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe we'll see that. <laughs> but, but the thing is, yeah, it's one thing at the time. And 
and you, I, I take care of my friends too. I'm always available three, with three weeks notice. I make time for them. So sometimes what I would do, I would plan in advance. So my husband and I, we would go for um, long weekends every two months, but it needs to be planned because yeah. if it's not, it's never going to happen. So I'm putting some pockets of time for my family for some me time um, mm -hmm. in advance. And sometimes, of course, I'm in a rush of crazy life and my me time skip, but I, I make a point of putting it back at the yeah. calendar. So I think it has to do with organization as well and being um, well um, surrounded and a new image that I add because I, I've been traveling a bit uh, lately and it's uh, back to school and it's pretty cray-cray um, and I couldn't sleep and I was like thinking of everything I needed to get done and now I'm going to prioritize and I and then I saw myself putting down the five dimmer and saying if you're not sleeping this, yeah. this night there's no power tomorrow morning <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go. People underestimate the sleeping and how it has such a huge impact. Uh, oh, for sure. On your I, performance. I have, and... I have a lot of energy, but I need my eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have a, now like this is just a little segue, but, and it's not a plug for anyone, but for, there's Fitbits or there's even the Aura Ring. Okay. <laughs> or the Apple Watch. I'm tracking, girl. Me too. I'm I track every minute. And I don't, I know that my deep sleep is between 10 and uh, midnight. So if I go to bed at 1130, it's exactly. not good. Yeah. And your REM sleep, it tells you how much you need to re-regulate -re your, your emotions. And yeah, I love it too. It's, it's becomes an obsession though, but yeah, it's, uh, And another thing that I heard you say, um, I think it was in an, or maybe I read it and I thought, wow, I, I think I want to share that also on the podcast because I think it's a really cool thing that you do with your daughters is that you document when you're gone from them, right? And then you show them like all yeah. the work basically they, so they get, they get where you're going kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, I see my, I, I see my favorite tree. Coming up at the airport, and I typically my my husband thinks I'm pretty intense, but I would like do some small movies when I'm at, at events. Like I, I was in TIFF last week, going to a, a screening because a friend of my friend is the producer, and she knew no one in Toronto, and I was there, so I was her <laughs> date for the night. So I explained to them like what what is their work as a director, and what was the movie about, and so I, I kind of make it. That when I'm away, I'm living exciting things. Yeah. So they're always happy when I come back. Were there certain things that happen in your either entrepreneurial journey or personal, but that, you know, you in the moment you thought it was such a deception or you were like, oh, I didn't get this contract. And then finally, four years later, five years later, something or later oh, on. Oh, yeah. When, once we lost our um, offices space. Because they, they, uh, Ubisoft was expanding and they were kind of kicking us out. And I cried. And I would say that on, on tape, but I had so much wine <laughs> that lunch <laughs> in my car. Yeah, why not? You got to let it out. 24 hours, though. No. <laughs> and from there, we, um, we uh, moved to another beautiful space. And today we own our own building and we have wow. beautiful offices. So... It That's was a just, good story. Yeah, and, but the only thing I was focusing on was we need to have, if someone calls, and at the time, like, cell phones were not that huge thing, like, we need to, to plug back the phones. Where are we plugging the phones? Like, where are we going? Yeah. It was, but that's the beautiful thing about having a business partner, Marinoia. Yeah. She's so calm and she doesn't stress, like, 
And I'm very bad at operations. She's the queen. If I say we're, we're going on the moon, she'll find a plan. I love it. <laughs> you guys have different strengths different. and skill sets. Exactly. That exactly. match well each other. Exactly. And, and um, I always like to ask this question of, you know, what advice would you give your younger Vicky or, you know, starting up in this, knowing what you know now? Sometimes, you know, I, it, it, comparison kills the creativity. So I try mm. never to compare myself, but because I was a, and still I'm a woman in business. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I should have, have one of those unicorns. I should have gone public by now. I'm late. Uh, and mm. I'm, I'm around myself. And when you compare that a lot of business die after three years, yeah, like, we're still there. We're doing fine. We have amazing projects coming on. So I think it's all about like to, to dream big, to aim for the destination, but not over stress about the plan. Yeah. So with a lot of work, with a clear vision, the path will find you. And I'm still processing that. Mm. I'm, I just turned 40 and I was sure I need the plan for my next 10 power years. My kids are sleeping now. I'm on a mission. I my OKRs. I need to like get there in the next three months. Yeah. And my, 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 um, pursuit of, uh, of a lifetime is to do something for the greater good. Yeah. I know I have a mission on earth. That sounds super creepy, but I feel no. I have something to bring and I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And I did, I, and for like the first month of my forties, I was like, what's the plan? What do I need to do? Do I need to go back to school to uh, study whatever, whatever? Cause I, I know it has to do with women's right, but I'm not yeah. sure what is it. And I'm not going to leave my business anytime soon neither. No. So it's like in like in 10, 15 years, I want to use that voice for a good yeah. matter. And, uh, and the opportunity today for me is part of the, of the path of the journey. Yeah. You called me and I saw what you did in the past. I'm like, wow, I have a place in that, in that mm. type of space. So for me, it really touches me. Yeah. Oh, so, well, I love that. And, and not, not to stress about the plan, but I still do. So not to stress about the plan. No, but I like that. And like, comparison is the, the death of joy. I like to say that it, it just kills any momentum, any joy that you can have. It's like, always, always a vibe killer. But you talk about you just, you know, you said it fast, fast, like becoming a unicorn or whatsoever. Are there, um, you know, what are the, the the next goals and not to put you, you know, it could be 10 year goals, but, and I know that you started a side division or a separate business. So I'd love for you to talk about that for people listening in. Um, yeah. So, so um, we've been in the influencer marketing space for 10 years more now, as you mentioned it prior. And what we've been working on in the past year is the nano influencer community. So it's people with 5,000 followers and less. Okay. Um, and the, their conversion rate of their recommendation is 10 times higher. We conducted wow. the studies. So they're just like civilians, real people. Yeah, real Think people. Think about who, who, you, who you, you're going to text if you have a date night at a restaurant, who you're going to text if you're going uh, for a trip in Spain. It's all different person in your head. So we're mm -hmm. activating those person that their entourage knows for um, their expertise. And that. now we have 2,500 Canadians. Okay. We know if they have cat, acne, dry skin, vegan, lactose intolerant. And now um, we're uh, building uh, the platform, uh, the tech to support that. Nice. And Congrats. That's so maybe huge. this is my unicorn. Yeah. 
<laughs> it will be a witness. Uh, we'll be live and you had said it. I love that. Wow. So that's amazing. That's so the nano- and, and it's a new space for me. It's like my entrepreneur exam at 40. Yes. You know, it makes me think of, cause I do have a lot of also younger uh, generation uh, ladies listening in as well. And, you know, some people have said, Oh, I want to be an influencer. And like, that's going to be my career trajectory. And I'm always like, you know, I think you should always have something on the side or you should still go to school or whatsoever. Do you have any advice to those young girls or even young yeah, boys? Yeah, actually, I think you're going to be a good influencer if you're an expert at something. Yeah. And that expertise, whether it's on the core, beauty or traveling, yeah. if you develop something unique, uh, it's never going to be wasted because it's yeah. your passion. And I yeah, believe yeah. in passion projects. Because you're going to put in the hours. You're going to drag the right people around you. And mm, it, you're will, right. it starts from passion. It will morph, but in something else. But, but what uh, would you say is your no ceilings moment or the moment that you're the most proud of or one of them? I think as I'm in the, um, uh, in communication marketing, where a lot of women, we don't have to go to a, or we do have to go to our bus for a race, but it's not the same vibe as in law firms and so on. So I, I, I'm speaking from my personal um, uh, point of view and from my experience, but I think that I've been ended some opportunities sometimes because I was taking the young woman box, mm. whether it's board, whether it's becoming a, a, a member at, at a private club where there's a few women, but a lot of older uh, men that now are becoming my ally because they're super happy to help me with any project I have. Yeah. So I think that one of my my um, recommendation to women would be to accept those opportunities because if you're not cracking the ceiling for yourself and you can make it to make space for more women, afterwards yeah. you're in position to invite more women at the table. Yeah. Um, so we are nearing the end of the show. Um, I wanted to know if you had any closing comments, some specific takeaways that you wanted to leave our listeners today. Um, yeah. I, it, 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 uh, it comes to your point when you say what if, if, uh, your little self, your little Julie of 20 year old would see you today, what would she think? Yeah. I think that my, the, what I want to leave you with today is celebrate. If all my friends know I'm, a, I'm very good at, at throwing a dinner party or finding an excuse to celebrate. But if you don't celebrate like the small milestones the during during the journey, you'll just arrive at the end and maybe you'll be disappointed. Yeah. Because I feel like we need to, whether it's a, a little win, whether it's a, a good news, you need to enjoy the ride. I love that. You're right. It's celebrating the micro moments because they're, they're fleeting. And someone told me recently, you know, happiness is like a fleeting emotion. You can wake up happy and then something happens two hours later and then all of a sudden you're not happy anymore. So, you know, it's, it's to, to constantly celebrate when those good things happen to you. So, and this is a good thing for me. I'm happy that to have had you here, Vicky. Um, oh, thank you. So thank you, Vicky. It was a real pleasure. Um, thank you so much for having me. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you loved what you listened to, please make sure to rate and review on any audio player and tune in next time. See ya.